Welcome to the Success Journey Show. Let's travel together through the lives of individuals on the road to success. All right, travelers. All right, we are back. We are back with our favorite segment. And um, we have a guest with us. And man, you guys are looking at the screen like, man, we've seen this guest before. We've definitely seen this guest before. He's a little gray, more, a little bit more grayer in the beard. I don't want to say anything when we were in the green room, but he, if you go back to episode uh, 92, you'll see our brother, Jeremy. We were talking about uh, lifestyle legacy, uh, and he came back on with us today just to chop it up, talk about where we've been over the last, where he's been mainly over the last couple of years. Um, and then it's, let me pause real quick, right? So it's crazy, guys. When I say we're an episode like 170, 180 now, right? And Jeremy was on with us in episode 92. Now, some people will be like, oh, man, it's maybe like, you know, what is that? Rough math, 80, 80 episodes, you know, away or something like that. Yeah. But that's over two years. It's like two years ago, man. Yeah, he's been on here with us, man. Time, yeah, time has flown fast, man. So definitely, definitely glad to that to to come on i am another uh, point of transparency we've been on here just talking for the past 30 minutes trying to do a podcast but we just catching up on everything so man it's definitely a pleasure man definitely let, let's capture some of this uh growth that we and and you have done over the last couple of years man we're really excited to jump into it so jeremy thank you so much for joining us again how you doing today man I'm doing great. I'm so uh, privileged and pleased. You know, I had, to, I had since we're all confessing, I had to call Marlon and say, hey, um, you know, what's up, man? I, you know, I got to get back on there. You know, y'all are doing some some great stuff and I want to I want to stay in the mix. And, and I think that um, I didn't really know. The real impact that you guys have and. Um, one of the main reasons why I circled back, you know, a total stranger. You know, I'm in California, um, in San Diego, San Diego, doing some work and stuff. And a lady, matter of fact, uh, he's an Uber driver. Hmm. Uber driver taking me to the airport, and we're just talking. And long story short, she's sharing some of her stuff, and I'm like, "Oh, you know, well, you know, you could do so and so and so and so." And she's like, "Didn't I see you on TV or something?" And I'm like, "Well, I haven't been on TV lately." She's like, "No, no, online." And she's like, yeah, 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 you're the guy that blah, 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 blah. She just started, you know, talking about the show. And I'm just like, wow, there's people. And then just right after that, another party, you know, happened to have, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to say stumble onto um, the conversation that we had last time. And I just, I said, man, you know, if I can do something to help total strangers by sharing my experience and um, my aspirations or, you know, any of that, then, then you guys are really having a great impact. And, you know, you know hats off to you all. For doing it, keep doing it, and um, you know, thank you for doing for doing this, sharing information with others, our community, you know, people we know in near and far. Hey, Jeremy, yeah, thank you, thank you for coming back on. You know, what's funny is when you shared that story with with, with, with me the last time, um, or when we spoke, when we um, it's funny we don't sometimes even know our own impact because yeah, yeah. I'd go somewhere or I'd be somewhere and. A lot of times your numbers, because you don't have 50,000 followers and all this different stuff, you, 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 a lot of people equate their followers with what's really going on in the real world. With so impact. with the impact, 
So what what when I see somebody and they're like, oh, you're success, or they say something, I'm like, oh snap, okay, you know what I'm saying? So um, it, it it's great to bring somebody on, and the information that you had was something that that person needed. You know what I'm saying? And that's why we bring the guests on selfishly for ourselves to hear about your story and hear about some things and kind of take your information and apply it to our lives, but also to bring it to the vast majority of society and just trying to be impactful and be a positive change to what's going on out here. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I, I really enjoy the name because um, everyone that's out in the, let's say, achievement world, um, you know, accomplishing their goals, no matter what industry or business category or, you know, trade they're in. Um, they've had a journey, you know, yeah. and uh, Rick, you know, when, we, when I jumped on, you know, we were talking about the experiences that yeah. you go through, the levels that you go through and, you know, for your, whatever you're trying to accomplish. And sometimes it may feel like you're on cloud 20. And then sometimes mm-hmm. you feel like, man, am I doing anything? Am I making this happen? And so, <laughs> you know, it's it's a great it's a great title um, because of the impact, because of what it means for all the people. Whether you've whether you've hit, you know, multi millions and billions, or whether whether you've just you started and you know five or ten months ago or twelve months ago you had an idea, and then you know, um, twelve months later that idea is now manifested into something tangible. And you can start to, you know, support that particular demographic. So, you know, I've watched your videos where you're celebrating your, um, your, your product, your invention. So I'm going to, I'm going to salute you as well saying congratulations on, you know, taking an an idea and then bringing it through and knowing that there's an audience for it and, and that now it's, it's tangible and you can then, your product can then go and help, you know, some group of people in, in different parts of our world. Right. So I'm very, 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 very proud and, and thankful to uh, be a part of your conversation. And today, what I really want to um, talk about is that I want to talk about, you know, people understanding how to protect um, their intellectual property, protect their who they are, their ideas, and in what and what and what value it has. Because I think a lot of people don't really understand even their own value, and <clears throat> many people don't understand what 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 what. IP is or what the you know what the value of you know your your own ideas are right so yeah. love it dude yeah bro that, that I'm, I'm glad you're on that because I think just naturally based off of where we are and what we're doing like all of our conversations have been kind of centered around that and Marlon and I we never really went in depth as to the overall process that we went into. And we were thinking about like, hey, how do we like start sharing it? So when you're coming on, you're talking about protecting an idea, right? And everyone has the, it could be, it could be actual uh, physical product. It could be intellect and can be all these different things. So man, I'm excited to really jump into that with you as we kind of walk through the steps. And so why don't you share what our travelers, like even fr- from, from that infancy stage of, something comes into their mind, which happens to everybody, right? We, everyone in this world has an idea, right? But not everyone executes on the idea, knows how to, or knows how to protect themselves along the way. Why don't you go, go ahead with that? Man. Well, well, we live in the age of, um, of YouTube University, right? Yes, sir. And, um, yes, sir. and Instagram pros. So I'm not, you know, I hope that uh, today, some of the some of the fact point facts that um, we dropped today 
we, we were making jokes earlier about you know about <laughs> slang facts, right? So I hope that some of the, some of the facts that I, that I share, you know, will will be taken taken into the right context. Um, well, there's different levels of protection, right? So when 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 someone decides that they have a side hustle, they start um, putting food in a container, putting their name on it, and selling it and delivering it to people, right? But they made up their own thing. Let's just something. I'm using food as a real easy example. Like anyone ever heard of Rasta pasta, which is you know the yes. world of, of vegetarians and vegans and whatever. You know yeah. the person who came up with Rasta pasta could have protected it, right? Um, but when you look around you, every single thing you see or touch or experience is intellectual property. Everything from the computers, the screens, the program we're using to record, the paper, the pen, the business card, the fork, the, the list goes on. Um, the world is, is filled with creators. And so, mm -hmm. you know, the government, um, the world government, but, you know, since we're here in, in, in the States, right, the government created, um, categorized, you know, um, specific type of genres, of elements that you can protect, right? So you protect your assets in general with like company, a corporation or an entity of some kind, LLCs or S Corp or C Corp or something like that. Um, you may wanna hide your entities from certain, certain groups by creating a trust and then it protects those things. Or you may want to uh, protect your ideas, your written words or your recordings um, by just documenting that you own this by filing a copyright, right? And so copyright, more than people know, is so broad. Copyright mm -hmm. is so broad and it can be used in, in multiple mediums. So, yeah. so, so it's copyright. Then if you have a name like Success Journey Show, right? The Success Journey Show is a trademark. That's your mark. That's how that's how you guys are gonna be identified separately from the next um, you know, podcast show or or or, yep. or, or something similar. So trademark then when you come up with ideas that has some kind of function um or some kind of solution that that is a process whether it's a design that is functional or it's a, a product that actually causes some kind of function it's patents right and so a patent also allows people to protect um those those kind of things you can have a patent on on, on shoelaces right you can you know I, I love shark tank because you see all kinds of um um people coming with their ideas and stuff like that so, so, so these are the different type of containers, the different type of elements that you use to protect um, mm -hmm. your ideas or your creations, um, you know, on a, on a, on a day-to-day -day basis, whether, whether it's from the beginning or once you've brought it to market and you're going to go ahead and, and, and share and sell it with the public. And so I would mm -hmm. love, you know, if, if you, you all have um, questions or scenarios that, that you've um, heard of or scenarios that you believe that people have had challenges with, that we could talk about any of those scenarios, you know, yeah. we could talk about even with, you know, you have a product and maybe what, what the idea for your product had been. And then, and then mm -hmm. you know, what made you decide, man, I have to go through my process to learn how to protect it. You know, yeah. I would love to be able to answer some of those, some of those questions today. Uh, oh yeah, sure. Go ahead, Mark. Um, okay. So we have a patent on our, on, on, on our product. Somebody else makes a product that's just like ours. What's the ramifications for that person, and what kind of legal action can you take towards that? He's person? going deep. He went. He went straight to the. <laughs> Yo, here's here's the um here's the important thing to remember. So whether it's a uh, it's your company, right? Yeah. Now the good, the good news is in in states in America they won't let you um file a company in a particular state 
that that is already a name that's very close to it already exactly correct but 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 another state might allow you to file a company name i'll tell you a story about that right so another (laughs) state might so so that's the first level of, of of how do you do that so like you know my company the lifestyle agency right when you google it so when i first came up with this idea of of lifestyle agency it wasn't like oh a company name i came up with i it was actually a um idea of an agency that really communicates through about lifestyle education whole housing you know funding um fund travel etc cetera, etc cetera. and i'm like oh wow i'm a lifestyle marketer i try, i market about these areas in the lifestyle agency so i did, i wanted to register so I, when we googled and did a search i saw there's a whole bunch of people using that phrase but nobody mm. protected it and I and I filed, you know, well, I didn't do it. I, I learned the process of filing a, what a trademark filing is, right? And so then once you've gotten it, now you need to then enforce or protect the mark that you've registered. All right. One, it takes money to protect stuff. Yes. Right? Yes. It takes money to protect stuff. Life. So, so, you know, there's some things that you can't do nothing about unless it has some real value or you have the money to go and compete and fight the people that have it, right? So if you're saying, hey, you've got a patent and someone is what they call infringing on your patent, mm-hmm. right? There's a couple of ways that you can go about it. One, let them do it. Not too long, but let them do it and see how far it gets. Because maybe they have more money than you and you're, and you're just getting started. Yeah. Right? So, so put a pause there and think about like a recording artist, right? Yeah. A recording artist, a national recording artist. Here's a track. Mm. Got a couple of lines of words and they're writing their own song and they took some words from somebody else's stuff. This is more common. I figure people can, can relate to this. And let's let's say, you know, B, right? I don't get in trouble, but you know, B, you know, has a situation where I don't know if it, that was a recent story where you know a song was written by somebody else and B used yep. it. And then, you know, they they started running their mouths about stuff, but the opportunity. They took, yeah, it was crazy because they could have made bread off of it or got more exposure. But they told her to, t- and she took it right off her album. Right. So the idea is, so let's say that the per- let's say that they they realize what the power of that is. So somebody bigger has your stuff. Maybe they didn't really intentionally take it or not. Whatever that is, that's a different discussion. But the the opportunities, what I, I think you want to know is that person has more power, fiscal power, or reach power, or awareness power than you. So they're going to go ahead and reach more with it. So then now you can mm-hmm. come and try to enforce by way of the courts that this person has infringed and you doc, you bring your documents. So you don't need to have money to stop them. You just need to be able to have proof that you registered your idea and you can file mm-hmm. a complaint. And now that person has to respond to that complaint and justify it, you know, prove otherwise. And if, if they can't prove otherwise, cause you actually have proof that this material is yours, then you are now, um, you know, able to, to be compensated for your creative work, your investment, your original idea. While they mm. already reached very far. So now people are like, hmm, that's a good product. And now you're like, I have it. Yes. <laughs> right? right. So I thought you I thought you were gonna say the first thing you could do is pay them a visit. Well, th- that's what I said. The, the, the most important part to look at, right? Is is where are you? I know. Yeah. Where are you? Where are you in the scope? Because because the one who wins in court is the one that got the bigger pocketbook most of the time. Yes, correct. Yes, correct. Right. Yeah. So, most so, so, that, so that's what I'm. That's what I want to get at now, and and that's why I'm trying to see if this patent thing, if some of it's a sham, 
or is it very credible? Because I have a patent on my, I have a patent on X, right? Company Y is a bigger company than I, and they, they string me out on litigations in court that now I'm going a year and a half to try to battle out this patent situation. I don't have that money. Yeah. So now- well, What it, I would say to you is hang on. Say it again? What I would say is hang on. So if you, knew, if, if you actually did you know, protect the, the particular item that you're discussing um, before them, or you, know, you do, you know, and you have a, the counsel that can really say, look, no, this, you, this is yours. Look, you registered it on this date, and theirs was after, you know, blah, blah, blah. Now, patent's a little funny because there's this little piece um, where someone could innovate, meaning that they could add to what you've done to improve upon what you have, and the government, the, the patent um, office may office. give them, yeah. you know, right. something on that. So, so there's opportunities. Now, here's the, here's the other part of that same thing, that same coin. You duking it out with them, boom, 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 man. No, I got it first, just that and the other. Another, another way to look at it is, hold on. And Marlon, you said it earlier a few minutes ago when I brought up the the, the music piece of it. You yeah. said that the person, the female in that story, if she had just said, you know what, hey, listen, be, you know, um, come on, you, you know where I'm at. Here's my papers. And if that per other party is rational, because sometimes people have more to lose, and and you're a, a small fry, and the small fry could really mar their their reputation or their their their, their integrity or their cash flow. The other way to do it, rather than slinging back and forth, is strategically negotiating, right? A license agreement. Yeah. And so, mm -hmm. so that's another path. Let me give you an example. So, you know, right here in my office, um, about it's sometime in December, you know, I was talking with the stockbroker and um, we're over here having drinks and I, I'm looking for some capital and we're talking deals and this and the other. And he's like, oh, wait, you're, aren't you an IP guy? He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he says, um, I got, I got a deal for you. I can, I can help you get some, get some, get some money on the deals you're working on. But um, I got this situation, and the situation is that um, some company invented a particular product. Um, it's an international company, and they kind of went awry or went aground with it. Well, just the tank, yeah. their business tanked. However, the technology that they invented works and it's protected. Another company that's a billion-dollar company, um, which one of the founders of the company, number one that actually went tanked, yeah, was a partner, yeah. um, had this idea and they said, well, they were trying to get them to um, buy this product and merge. Yeah, yeah. And so this, this is like a, you know, a $7 billion thing. As a company that had the billion-dollar success, even though they were using the technology of the other company, they, they yeah. didn't want to partner with them like, or, or merge with them because they're like, that guy has no integrity, we don't want him. But he says, we want your tech. And so they were able to have conversations. Now, this conversation is still happening. So I haven't gotten my piece of that billion dollar transaction yet. <laughs> the idea is that now, instead of instead of them saying, no, dead deal, no good, we come back with a licensing proposal. Like, fine, you don't want to partner with this guy. You don't want to do business with this guy. But this is, this is in, in the med medical technology space, guys. <clears throat> so they were able to then take that idea and say, okay, let's figure out, let's, let's license it. Meaning that person is going to say, okay, you're going to give me permission to use your product, right, over X many years, and I'm going to pay you a percentage of, of the revenue from it, or I'm going to pay you an X amount of fees for that. And so that guy could take that money and go build something else. Correct. Yeah, correct, correct. So in, in your scenario, that's an opportunity that, that you have. Yeah. Man, so when, you, when we're talking about all this, I want to make sure all the listeners 
are the Marlon kind of jumped all the way to the to the finish line with everything being done <laughs> and not protecting it. I, I want to actually step in through uh, a little bit of what that process looks like. And so someone has an idea, like you said, you can go online and look up how to do these things. Now, I, I want to educate people just because I know we went through this process of there is individual research, right? You going online, figuring things out, finding websites, going to the U.S. Uh, patent office, uh, filing everything yourself. There is a attorney um, uh, route where finding a patent attorney and letting them file everything for you. Um, there's also consultants that also can take your information, file it for you. You have people like uh, LegalZoom and uh, Jeremy, I think you do a little bit of something in this space too, just helping people, consulting, consulting with people. Um, talk about those different roads and routes to take because they're all valid and you can all get, you can get to the same point going each way. And I want people to realize this because when you go and search, Google, you're going to see a lot of ads of saying, hey, we'll do it for you. Or you find the links and you can do it, your process it yourself. We went through a route. We, I think we touched all three of them at some point, right? Through our process. We went to where we talked to some consultants that gave us templates to do a process of our own, to do provisional patent. Uh, then for the utility patent, we went to an actual patent attorney and had him do all that, that, you know, kind of make it, you know, put a bit more meat behind our patent, things of that nature. They're all valid ways and it all depends on what way you want to take. So, but talk about that a little bit, uh, well, if you can, with the you know, travelers. So we're on patents, so I'll start there. Usually we, we don't usually start our patents because it's, it's probably the most complicated. And let me make a point, this is just um, for informational purposes, right? I am not a um, licensed patent attorney. I am not in that space. <laughs> However, we don't yeah, hey, only, and, and anything that Jeremy says is not a part of the success journey. <laughs> doesn't reflect our views. Let's start with that disclaimer. All right. But um, what's important for people to know, like some top line points, patents is probably the most complicated space because it really is about science. Um, there are very specific rules that the USPTO puts out about, you know, the patent application process. One, if you take a product and you create a product and you actually bring it to market before applying for your provisional patent, no deal, right? It's an easy, easy example there. So, you know, people like to put stuff on, on social media right away to tell the whole world, you start coming up with your ideas, um, you don't just start bringing it to market and selling it to people. Now, there are ways to, 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 to figure that out. If you have done that, we can look at it and, and an expert um, can really look at that and, and maybe save you depending on the circumstance. But that's the first step, first thing to know. Yes, a provisional patent allows you um, to bring and test market it, but at least you've already registered it with the patent office to let them know that your intention is to bring this to market and you want to document that journey, right? And so after your provisional time period that they allow you, you would know, because it's going to be a very hefty investment to get the actual patent, whether it's a utility patent or a design patent or what have you then mm -hmm. you would have to work through the process with an expert to accomplish that goal. Most people yeah. really don't, they take it for granted that, um, you know, these things, someone came into my office and said, oh, well, I, I did a patent. I did my patent search already. I did my patent search. And I'm like, because you are a patent attorney, expert, you're trained. Like there are attorneys, 
And then there's a patent attorney, right? Mm-hmm, and literally, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that person that's a patent expert had to take what they call a patent bar. So people mm-hmm. people study and take a bar to be a lawyer, but that's not the same thing. Then you got to go take a patent bar if you choose to be in that space um, as an mm-hmm. expert. So it's a really specified area, right, when it comes to patents. So hopefully I kind of top line it. Yep. Everybody tries to use, you know, like I said, YouTube University or Google and, you know, in anything you're doing, no matter what business, what trade, you want to find an expert to do the thing um, to, 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 to help you accomplish the goal that you're trying to do. Right. At a minimum, mm-hmm. do the re- to do the research and get your preliminary questions answered. I would not tell somebody, yeah, go to go to such and such, you know, whatever dot com. Um, I try not to say those those people's names because even right now, the USPTO um, is going through. And, and, and rooting out um, entities that are operating inappropriately. And it's just based on price. So for example, most people that was trying yeah. to do a trademark, they go to suchandsuch.com um, to file a trademark, right? Mm-hmm. What most people don't realize is they're just preparing the application for you. Exactly, yes. Right? So you yeah. pay, oh, it's, it's $200, right? So here's, here's what I always say to somebody that comes to speak to me about price, when it comes to these kind of things, and I'll say, well, that's true. Their price is better. But let me ask you a question. Do you think that this particular thing that you're trying to protect can help make you hundreds of thousands of dollars or millions of dollars or billions of dollars in the near future? Yes, because it's the best idea ever. Absolutely. Great. And do you think that a $200 investment is a good foundation for accomplishing that goal? Mm, but that's all I have right now. Always find an expert. <laughs> Always find an expert. I'd rather you go to the expert and say, hey, you know, all I have is 200, but here's what I have in mind and see what they can do to help you. And, you know, some yeah. reason, for some reason, people are afraid to be transparent and honest. Yeah, like they, they, make, they make it feel like you got to have everything together. Like, they, they, like their experts are not expecting you to have anything. And, and I'm glad you just said that, because that was one of the first thing I had to learn where I'm calling the U.S. Um, patent office. And I'm like, yo, listen, I never done this before. I'm on page X. What do I fill out? Like, how do I sign this? Hey, I'm going to do it. I'm going to submit it. I'll call you back next week to make sure it was done right. If it ain't done right, let me know. I'll, I'll do it again. Like, I failed that application three times in submitting it because I didn't know. But every time I called up, I said, Hey, you guys marked a different part on here. You didn't do last time, man. No, tell me, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. Like, tell me. And the guy was like, Oh man, don't worry about it, man. Just, just do this, do that, do this and that. You'll be, you'll be good to go. But when it, when it came to the fact of me realizing, like, I do not know and being open to say, I don't like, know. Talking to the lawyer, like, dude, this is what we did. I don't know if it's right. This is your realm. You do take it and run with it. Like, I don't, I don't got to know. And I ain't going to tell you whether you're right or wrong. I trust you came with a high recommendation. Me and you connected. I trust you know what you're doing. I don't know what I'm doing. Boom. And go on there. Now, don't get me wrong, guys. Don't get me wrong. I do know some things. Right? So I'm not being, I'm not going to be bamboozled. Your, you did your homework right? enough. Yeah. Do my homework, right? <laughs> I'm not just turning it over and letting someone take it. I do my homework to make sure, and I'm cross- uh, referencing the language in which they're speaking and things they're talking about to make sure it makes sense. 
but I don't have to be an expert at it. And they're not expecting me to be an expert at it. No. So I love that point. And, and here's the thing. That's not what you're trying to be. You're not trying to be an expert in your <laughs> property trademark filing or copyright filing, yeah. right? Um, yeah. You're trying to be an expert in the industry or the trade that you're working in. So whether you're a songwriter, producer, fashion designer, you know, inventor of, of you know, technical product, mechanical product, you know, sports product, whatever the, your, your area is, you're trying to be the expert in that. So since you want to yeah. be respected in the area that you are the expert in, Give yeah. the respect to the people to the person, who've invested yeah. their time, their knowledge, their trade, their money in a particular yep. area to be an expert and allow them to do what they do. And then just like how you want somebody to earn money and pay you for your product, then you should respect that person or that company and then earn money and pay them for their expertise and trust that they're going to assist you, you know, with, with, with getting the, the, the project, the trademark or the copyright or the patent that you're trying to accomplish. Never, yeah. But, but, you know? but let's look on the other side of it. Now I'm on the customer side. You guys are on the side of the experts. I'm going to, I'm going to play the, the other side of the coin. It's just like with anything, you could talk real estate, you could talk with life insurance, you could talk with patents, you could talk with all the different things. These ex some people mess it up for the good experts. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? Because you have those guys that are like, I can make a million dollars tomorrow. Or, yeah, man, just give me the, just like you said, give me $200 and I'll file it for you, right? Knowing that you only prepared the doc, the, the document. You gave somebody 200 <laughs> to say, what's your name? What's your address? <laughs> right? That stuff. And, and then when you talk to that person and that person says, well, you need to give me X much money to do X. And then they string you on. And before you know, you got a $10,000 thing and you're all kind of hot, um, wired different way. You get kind of jaded. I don't know if that's a slang we use anymore, right? <laughs> jaded yeah, when, okay. um, when you see those kind of stuff. So Ricky, you mentioned it, but Jeremy, how much, how, how can you, how can you, what do you have to do with that venting process? What does that venting process look like? And how do you come to, a, um, to solidify the person that really knows what they're doing? You've been listening to the Success Journey Show. You can check us out on our social media on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. Also on our website, thesuccessjourneyshow.com. Enjoy the rest of the show. Well, all right. Well, I know that in the procurement world, <laughs> excuse me, or like in um, like think about a contractor, right? If you're gonna go out and 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 hire somebody to do, you know, a particular you know paint job or build out your deck or whatever, right? You want to get a couple of quotes, right? You want to meet a few people, correct? Right? You want to get their opinions so you can compare notes and you can compare and contrast. So when Ricky is saying about research, that's research, right? Some people are just lazy, right? And so if you're a customer that's lazy and you just want to just say, okay, cool, what, what's the cost? All right, two, and you're going to go by the price, then you might be in trouble. But if you're, mm -hmm. if you're serious about accomplishing your goal and, really, and you're really passionate about your ideas, um, th then go and interview with a few people. Now, sometimes that may mean that you have to pay somebody for their time, right? You know, to, for that consultation. Some people do not charge, some people do charge, depending on what the situation is. But you go through that process to learn and ask questions, and then whatever preliminary research you did, you can come now. You can compare notes. Oh well, I, you know, I I did a little homework, and I think any professional would be impressed or pleased 
So notice you didn't come in there and start saying some foolishness, but you actually did some reading and you printed out some documents and you brought it with you to the conversation and you're able to then walk through and ask questions. Well, I saw this, you know, what does this mean, right? And how does, you know, how does this play a role in the cost, right? Ask yeah. questions so you can get the answers you're looking for. And then now you can make a sound decision. Okay, company A charges this much, company B charges this much, company C, all right. And maybe you want to take the middle ground. Like, okay, hey, these guys are not the, the, the most expensive, but these guys are not the cheapest. And, you know, in, in, oh, matter of fact, oh, the middle ground guys, they'll work with me too. They'll, they'll give, maybe they'll give me a couple of payment plans I can install, you know, or I've, I found out how much it is and I'm going to save up and, 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 and pay for whatever that thing is. And I think here's a piece that uh, most people don't learn. I, I hope we're jumping around. So hopefully I don't get ahead of ourselves and give away the, the bag. Ooh, a slang word. I give away the bag, <laughs> at the, you know, too far up in the conversation. But one important thing that people should realize, and, and Ricky, I mean, you know, as a product creator, you guys can, can really appreciate where you're going with, with your ideas, is the idea that you're really protecting your, your product or your ideas or, you know, your invention for the purpose of accomplishing some money goal on the other side. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so the money you put into it now is really kind of like an investment that will over the years, compound mm -hmm. and multiply, and it will give you cash. Eventually, it will start paying you back. Like in any yeah. kind of venture, intellectual property is just like that, yeah. right? Yeah. That, that, so, so think about whether or not a $200 investment will yield you. It may yield you some, but it may be a smaller sum. Mm -hmm. A longer mm -hmm. journey, right? So, yeah. you know, a little higher fee. And sometimes they say you get what you pay for. Correct. Right. Yeah, we yeah. know that. Right. Yeah. So, so I think a lot of these variables comes into it, but I think the key takeaway here is do the homework, do some research, right. Um, you know, search for more than YouTube, right. Actually go to, you know, formal organizations like a government site that may describe something or some, some education organization or the library or whatever facility or, 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 or entity that's seems sound, right. Um, get that information. And then, Schedule appointments with with, with profession, professionals in a particular area about this particular you know area you have, and then ask them how can how would they be able to help you to accomplish the goal you're trying. Hey, I wanna I wanna you know I got coke here, right? I want to uh, make a product that looks and tastes like them, but I don't want to be them, but I want to be my own version of what they have. Perhaps. How can you help me to do that? And then and then let the professional who is an expert in their area walk you through that journey. That would mean. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the research, they're going to go through a process of research that they, that they know how to do. Once they go through that research process, they will compile a report and they'll give you mm -hmm. this full report of what's possible. If it's too close to that other product that exists now, they will give you alternative pops possibilities. Oh, you can do this, this, and this, or they'll say, Hey, you know what? We don't recommend you doing this. You know, don't try to protect it. Just do your own. So you, yeah. you guys will see that. You'll see some, um, watch the next time you watch TV, look for brands on there with TM. And you're mm -hmm. like, hmm, this is a big global company or a big national company. How come they don't have the R, which means registered? They have TM next to the word. That's because they're letting you know it's their trademark, but they but but it's too close to something else why they haven't registered it, right? Mm -hmm. so, so, so they will give you guidance. And that's the kind of people you want to work with. You want to work with individuals who can really take the information that, that you're giving them, come, go do the work and come back to you with a report. And then you will make a decision together 
that yes, we want to move forward. And now they prepare the applications because they've told you what you need to know. There's a clear path to the outcome. And now you can accomplish that goal by saying, yeah, this, these guys really care about what I'm doing. They really understand what I'm what I'm trying to accomplish. And now, now yeah. we, can, we can get started. Nah, and, dude, I love it. And, yeah, they are. Um, one thing you, you're saying in that, and I don't want people to miss out on this. It's like investment, right? Investment, investment. Like a lot of these things, you can't move forward without that investment and funds and time, mainly funds, right? Um, there's going to be some capital that you need to get this thing going and how you, we're not going to go about it. That's a whole different conversation on how to secure capital, right? Whether it's your own capital, whether you're doing friends and family, angel invest, um, loan, you know, business loan, like whatever, whatever it is. Well, we can talk about that in another whole thing, but yeah, just know that. Yeah. yeah, it's venture capital. It's, investment 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 and we we've come to multiple points in the venture where it's like mm, man we're gonna have to put some we gotta put some more out right you know more money has to be spent or on this but you're not looking at it in that in that moment you're looking at it like jeremy said what is this going to do for us marketing. a year from now? Say, say it, Rick. Marketing. Oh, yeah. Marketing was a big thing for us. Like, I didn't want to change the conversation, but marketing was a big thing for us because we're like, man, you know, we're already spending X amount on marketing. And we thought that was cool. And then we talked to actual marketing people and they're like, dude, we're going to start at at least double what you what you're paying. Like, <laughs> what you're doing is just like peanuts. And we're like. Oh man, we thought we were doing something with this. And they're like, nah, dude, you got to, you got to, you got to level up here if you really want to do it. But if you do level up, this is what's going to happen. And we're like, you know what? We got to spend it in order to, to invest, not spend it. We have to invest it in the company in order to see those dividends on there. So yeah, no, I, I like that. Yeah. Love yeah. It, love it. Uh, no, no. I want to ask Jeremy. You, you know, this is this is. I don't want to do the typical cliche thing in lieu of Black History Month coming along. This is great. You have three brothers on the, um, on the screen talking about, uh, a question, or a question, a topic that <laughs> you don't hear too often in our. So I want to ask you, you have your office there. How many, how many, how many minorities, how many black people are walking into your office to talk about this creating, inventing, patent, especially when it comes to, I, I don't, I don't want to say intellectual property. Like you said, it could be anything, but when it comes to the tech space and stuff like that. Um, you know what? Well, here's what I will say, which might be um, surprising, but it depends on what the industry is. Right. So, uh, you know, I was unfortunately, but based on the way you skewed your question, um, <laughs> most of the people who are coming that are people of color um, are going to be people who are in creative spaces. Right. Music, fashion, you know, beauty, product creation, you know. Um, so we're not seeing, you know, seeing as much in tech or in, in equipment creation. I do have a brother that's a that was a single father with two two children 
um, two babies, and he invented a collapsible stroller and got a patent for it before even bringing it to market um, mm. because of his his challenge. You know, kind of like, man, there's got to be a better way, kind of a sub yep. solution. Um, but most of, the, most of the people of color are coming from, oh, man, I got my song, or, yo, I got this idea, and I got my book, or I got my... I got my film, you know what I'm saying? I want to I get it protected or, you know, they're sketching the, the, the you know, drawings or, or fashion design, they're creating something and they want to try to figure out how can they protect it. I don't think that the, 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 the issue, the, the point of issue for my office or for me is more about how many people of color, but it's more about the perception of the people of color. Because mm. what happens is when they come to us, most of the challenges that we have is that is their correlation to value and the dollars. Mm -hmm. That's where we run into um, um, perspective challenges, right? Because when we start talking about investment and, you know, Ricky kind of laid into it about the, about investment, but, but those kind of conversations we have, I had a conversation with a gentleman um, that when I met him, uh, had a, a particular brand that's similar to, a, a global music company brand, a global product that you know Disney owns, et cetera, et cetera. And he was he he had his version of it and he wanted to get a, a trademark register for it. <clears throat> so my team did their best, you know, so they paid our fee, which is higher than than many, but not as high as others. Um, you know, so we're like that middle ground um price point for for trademark or for intellectual property services, which is lower than the level that we have. Because a lot of like harmless plug, our attorneys that that run our intellectual property office here are advisors to the USPTO, so they really they're they're helping to mold policy, right? They're, they're helping to get the fees reduced so that the public can have more access to protecting their ideas. That's the kind of people that are that are running our IP or in our office. And so this individual, to speed up the story, um, didn't really understand, you know, what he was trying to ask for, right? He's trying to ask for the world with only a slice of cake money, right? You want a whole pie, but you want to get a slice of cake. And so we find, we said, we showed him that he couldn't do what he wanted to do with, with, his, with his, his IP, which is what I told Ricky earlier. Look, we did the research. This is a no, but here's the workaround. You can do a copyright, right? And then you can still operate with a copyright and do it in the same way, right? Now, many of us don't know what we don't know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so because of that, he went after us dealt with some other group that told him, no, nah, you, you could do it. And they and he paid for the same copyright. He end up, ended up with a copyright. He paid the same the same or twice as much, right, fee that we paid for the original mark that he complained about and end up with the same copyright that we were offering him just because he, he was judging that we didn't give him the thing he was looking for. Yeah. And yeah. that sometimes is a challenge that we have. Or when we tell the, when we tell people that look like us the price for the service, they'll say things like, well, why you gotta be so expensive? Why you gotta charge me so much? Can't you give me a break? And you'd be like, what do you drive? Oh, okay, you drive. Well, you know, New York City, you don't let me drive, but you get the idea. Wow, I'm just curious, those are some nice shoes, or that's a nice watch. I wonder mm -hmm. how much it costs. When you went to the store to buy that very fancy watch, or that very nice car that you drive, or whatever the suit, or whatever the situation is, the Gucci, you know, I don't like to throw brands out there, but you get the idea, right? Did you try to 
haggle with them or did you say man this is this is a luxury product or this is a high-end product and you know in order for me to operate on a certain level i want to wear this product and therefore i will pay the price that this product has for me that they charge but when you come to people that look like you that's trying to assist you we run into those challenges where they, where they where people complain about the price of the service what i've come to find out is our fees um tend to be half of what the bigger people who are Close to as good as we are, price point. Price point. Sorry. Hey, let me tell you something. Ricky and I have ran into this situation numerous of times because we have a development company. Not only do we um, make we're in the baseball space, but we also develop apps. We also do people website. We also digitize people's platforms, and we've had. People come to us, and when we when we gave them the consultation, which we do for free, we do the consultation. They're like, "This is exactly what I need." Oh my goodness, this will make my life better, my business. They give you the whole thing. They want to hug you and kiss you right away, right? You mentioned the price, and it's like they're looking right. at you, and you're thinking, "Like, brother, the only reason why we're able to do this stuff." is because we didn't want to pay the highest price for it. And when we started to do produce these products and we found out that we can, people were like asking us to produce the products for them. We said, okay, we're not going to go to the highest price point because we understand who we're trying to market to is those small business that's trying to get themselves to that level to make themselves look presentable, to look, to look more professional. So we're, we're cutting that price in half. We're not going to the lowest. But we're going yeah, to that, we're cutting that price in half. And then they will come back to us after we had one. Uh, they paid top dollar for, and didn't even, it didn't even, like you said, they didn't get the finished product. All the person did was give them the item and say, well, you got to finish it to bring it to the, the finish line. And yeah. all because I think it is, is because just like you said, when our own come to us, they're like, I'll tell you, other people, when they come to us and they find our price point, they say right away. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, you know, I think it's, it's important that, 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 you know, you mentioned, you know, Black History Month and, you know, it's like, um, I'm Jamaican. So, so when I came to America, um, I didn't come with the diaspora, the African diaspora um, mindset, right? And really this, this type of talk is only coming to coming out of my mouth today as a mature person, you know, in my 40s. When I was younger, I wasn't even talking like this, right? But what I realized is <clears throat> that in America, um, this happens here more than per se, to, to Jamaica per se, not because of, of race and culture, but more of economics, right? But um, I believe that here in America, not enough of the not enough of the black cultural groups, right, or people of color, because that could spread over into other, you know, demographics of Latino and Asian and what have you, but not enough of those people of color, or they call them brown people, right? I like to, I don't want to be pro- appropriate. Not yeah, enough yeah, of the yeah. brown we people. We want you to be too. Yeah. So not, <laughs> enough of the, not enough of the brown people have really learned learned the art of community. So mm-hmm. if, if, if you realize that these, there are some phenomenal people of color who have studied and mastered their craft and who are passionate at their area of skill 
And so if more people would realize how it works is you buy from me and I buy from you. And if, if I realize that your business needs needs this this service that you know I need to buy from you because you know you're providing the service and I want you to grow, man. I want to buy, I need to buy two. Not mm. just not, not only am I gonna just buy one, let me buy two. Matter of fact, I'm gonna get my boy Ricky and my boy Marlon. You gotta buy from these guys as well, right? Correct. And the vice Correct. versa. And what I think that when when we start to when we start to turn our forget about the other folks. Right. This was this was the greatest takeaway from that um during COVID, that situation with all the riots and stuff, was that it's not a it's not against the other people, it's just pro for us. And no, I think that yeah. if more people start to look at themselves like that and and every day you get up and you say, Hey, you know, what way in what way can I tangibly buy for us? Right. Now I I have yet to I don't know, I went to Morocco last year, but I have yet to literally hang out in the motherland in different places. Um, I did go to Morocco in passing in the airport, but I look forward to to going there. But what I've learned from some people who are from there, who came from um, you know different parts of the motherland, who come here, who are lawyers and professionals and so forth, one of the key things that they say is in the village, they buy from each other. Now watch this. I'm gonna share because I come from upstate New York, where in Rockland County there's a particular demographic that's there, and I've learned. That they the, the guy who makes bread, right? The guy who makes milk, they buy from each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't yeah. go and buy milk from the, the dairy producers of, of, of upstate New York. They buy from their own producers right there. And so that allows their economics to cycle and allows trust and growth. If we have more of, 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 of us buying from us, <clears throat> there'll be more um, resources within the community and you will have less of these kind of conversations that we have to have now talking about what a perception of a person of color is, you know, and I hope, no, I hope I don't get in trouble talking like this, but I think it's no, 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 no. You, you can't, this is our show. And we've been pushing this message. We, we, we don't. And I saw Rick, I'm, I'm going to jump to you because Rick, I'm, sometimes I hog Rick. I, I ain't going to tell them no lie, but um, so probably he's, he's excited. He's get excited this time of the day. I let him yeah, just yeah. go. Rick is probably gonna kick <laughs> off the show. He's gonna do like Joe Buttons and tell me to take a break. Yeah, I already started writing out my own, my own series. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna start my own show it's called "The yeah, One yeah. Person in the Succession." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but the, the, no, this is an important conversation because, like you said, it's not against anyone else. Well, a lot of times when somebody say they're like nobody is upset if if in San in San Francisco that there's a big Asian community that only their their economics is set. You have little Italy. You have you have all these different communities that surround the United States of America that they actually make themselves better citizens, so to speak, by protect by building up their community. Because we know with when you talk about um, economics and you talk about um, uh, uh, um, poverty, if poverty is somewhere, you're going to have more crimes. You're going to have more this. So imagine if we build up our community, we'll have less crimes. We'll have less other things. So it's not it's not it's not saying that we are against any other race. We're just saying we want to build up ours to make sure that we are viable in this thing called the American dream. And yeah, Ricky, I'll turn yeah. it over to you. Yeah. And, and also too, I want to bring another perspective to this. 
on the side of setting prices. I think it wasn't until you really start understanding the different formulas it takes to set for price setting. You know, it, it when you get that understanding, then you realize like, okay, they're not out to get me. It's just a formula. It is, it is what it is, right? You know, when you have your product and, you know, if Marlon and I, we, we, when we were in Tennessee um, on the top of the year, you know, we, some people approached us and things of that nature, trying to work out some different deals. And they were saying prices to us. And they were like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, you, you'll do this, 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 and this. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And I'm just like, and this is, and this is really before we start really dissecting and making sure our numbers were right. But they were able, so we went back and we was like, all right, that very night and was like, all right, let's make sure we do this math, right? To make sure we're price setting, doing all these different things that we can have all these different deals. And it's just straight math, right? And, and you apply the formula to your product, to your consulting company, to your whatever it is. And it's either, you know, you're apl- applying this method, you're applying this formula because of this scenario, because of that, and you get to your final price. And that's it. Now, maybe you may cut a deal here or two for people because you're like, all right, well, I, I can I can lose a little bit here or whatever. I want to help this person out. Maybe I can do a little bit of deal here. But in order to be successful as a business, if you want me to be successful, I have to sell it at this price or else <laughs> it won't be a business anymore. <laughs> Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. But people don't understand that aspect of it. And I think it's just that awareness. And I will say this too, before I turn it back over to you, sometimes it's just not the right time for you to buy. I'm I'm from that purchaser side, right? Sometimes if you don't have the money, sometimes it's just not the right time. Um, There's been- Ricky, break that down. That's, 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 you're you're glossing over it. Yeah. Elaborate. Yes. Sometimes, you know, we've had conversations with people that in our journey that have been interested in being involved and doing things like that. And, you know, you see the conversation going one way and people are very protective in either their money or whatever it is. And they're trying to negotiate and things of that nature. And then, you know, that elephant in the room is just like, man, maybe this is not just the right. This is not the right time for you. Right. Maybe it's not the right time for you to be in this endeavor, maybe it's not the right time for you to invest. Maybe it's not the right time for you to push forward with your product. You know, maybe it's just not the right time. And you got to be real with yourself to understand when that elephant's sitting right there and just announce that. Because once you recognize that, that's when other avenues will start opening up for you so that you can make it uh, put yourself in a better position so you can make it the right time. So you can find different strategic ways of whatever financing or, or, or find the right consultant firm or whatever it may be. Right. But unless you acknowledge that you'll be stuck haggling. And then like you say, you do, you go pay, guy went and paid extra and got less product, you know, less value for his his money. And he's turning around and and tell you the story. You're like, bro, I was here the whole time, but yeah. this yes you're absolutely right rick about sometimes not the right time and then there's then there's the perspective of this individuals like ourselves i heard you say um marlon say a few minutes ago one of you guys said it when you said oh well 
you know, we set the price a certain way because we know people are trying. And so a lot of us tend to do that for our community or, you know, or our demographic that we're going after because we understand where they are. And sometimes even though you have reduced the price to where you're losing, but you want them to win because you believe in what they're doing, they believe in their dreams, you believe in their ideas, you've cut your, your price because, listen, the guy that the guy that can always win is the guy that knows their value and they could just do it for free. Mm-hmm. Right? This, this, yeah. and, you know, and, I mean, I, I've gotten in trouble just doing that, trying to help somebody and put myself in, in an adverse position because, you, you know, you didn't take what it was worth or what have you. And then now they have a problem with you because of their their in, in miseducation um, or in education because they didn't get educated at all and they just have a perception that they're that they're moving along with. But um, so the other piece is, is 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 cultural integrity, right? And so cultural integrity for me is where an individual that may be in a particular cultural group or demographic that I believe I want to support but has a dream, um, but may not have all the means or capacity to do the thing they're trying to do, but but we do. And if we, we we say, look, I realize that you you can't do this and that, but you have a good idea, and it may not be the right time for you, but I believe that it's the right time for your idea. Mm. I'm gonna do oh, these things go. for you, so that mm-hmm. so that you can win. Because if you do, if you follow these three steps, if you just you don't do anything, but if you follow these three steps, I guarantee yeah. you it's gonna hit on the other side. But you gotta follow through. Yeah. And then, so then you try to you, you go ahead and you, and you make the effort to assist them. And then their integrity is such that they can't follow through. Now, I'm going to cover their side because sometimes people have been hurt so much and they hold on to the pain of yesterday that they can't Mm. see clear enough for tomorrow what's happening to them today. Mm. And so as a cultural group, what we have to do is just make it a make it a a permanent decision that you are not going to hold on to. Whatever happened yesterday is just that it's in the past. You know, someone robbed you, hustled you, whatever your perspective is, you deserved it. <laughs> Let it go, right? And then, and then make a decision that every every day going forward, in a, in trying to chase and accomplish your dream, that that the universe or God or whatever you believe in is sending p- people to you and solutions to you to assist you in accomplishing the goal, and you should just move forward with a force of yes, because when you do that, man the world will open up onto you. And so yeah, sometimes yeah. you may not have to have that money. Yeah. Because somebody can believe in your dream and, and sow into you. And then you got to have the integrity though to then yeah. repay or pay it forward, refer back, right. five time, you know, et cetera. So that's yeah. what I would say about, about that. You touched on a subject. I know we, we're going to wrap it up here soon. I, I know we, we, we get up early in the morning and we do. And now, now people's nine, 59 Eastern, 58, 53 Eastern Standard Time, right? PM. You touch on such a important portion of how we're going to get to that goal or to the, to the finish line as working with each other. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. A lot of times you find out, you find out that a, a record company will, will give you an advance because they believe that this particular artist is going to make X amount of dollars. And if Mm -hmm. I give him a million today, that million today is going to be 30 million whenever, right? I I don't know if you heard 50 Cent talk about a story that he had when he said what Master P did to him. 
he said he was on tort master p when he just started like he wasn't he was 50 cent but he wasn't the big 50 cent yet he didn't get the million dollar deal from from um from shady aftermath or whatever dre and them and he was on tour with uh master p and master p said yo listen the tour is gonna be cut short because whatever happened but we're gonna continue it later here's all the money up front and we'll you just give me, give me those two shows later. He said the next year when he blew up and he was 50 cent, get Richard Dyche 50 cent, he had already gotten that money and had to perform for Master P at the price point that he gave him that money up front. The stock rose. Right? <laughs> A lot of times I'm saying all this because we do not believe in equity or investing in someone. We mm-hmm. had some, we have guys in our, that, that, that have rocked with us that we told them, listen, your price, because you're, you're, you're expert, we can't pay for that right now. But if you see the trajectory of where we're growing, would you be willing to invest in us? And later on, you will receive the dividends. We're going to give you X amount in the company, or we're going to make a division just for you. And that person couldn't see past their nose because all they can see is the dollar amount today and don't understand. And now we're doing, we're doing, we're doing, now we have monthly payments to someone else. Monthly payment to someone else. (laughs) If that that person had invested in us in the beginning, they would have been receiving those monthly payments now. We do not understand investing in someone and not only dollars will make it. Invest for the equity and know that the potential that the person has in terms of one year, two years, three years down the the line and invest yourself in that. Of course, making the good business deals, we know, put whatever on paper, A, we're going to get equity when we get whatever, whatever the situation is. So when you get to that line where the person is profitable, They'll say, okay, here's your cut. And you made a very, very, very key point in that. And um, we just got to understand that, I think. Yeah. It's important. I think if everybody, you know, in, in the wrapping up perspective, if everyone looks for ways that they, that as they're trying to accomplish their goals, if everybody looks for ways that they can um, support somebody else in their, in their circle or in their community, um, with what they're accomplished, what they're doing too, then all of a sudden it, it, it they'll find that the road becomes a little easier, or that like you said down the line that that person can bring something to the table. Um, it's important that we compare apples to apples too, though, because yep. sometimes maybe that that company or that person didn't really have the means or the capacity. I mean, they couldn't afford to do that. True. Yeah. 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 Not. No. 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 We're gonna be fair. But look at but look at what happened with Kanye West and his um photographer. His photographer had to fly himself some different places just to be beside Kanye to do a film. It wasn't until how many years later that he got 30 million from Netflix because he had that film. Material. So so it, 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 we have to compare apples to apples, but sometimes you gotta take a gamble, man. And we take gambles on on the wrong things a lot. And, and like you said, somebody will take an investment and, and buy a Gucci belt for four hundred dollars, yeah. knowing that that belt yeah. is not going to last more than two years, not even two years. But if I ask them, look, look at death. Sorry, I'm going to go there. Look at death. 
somebody's willing to pay $10,000 for somebody's funeral. Oh, my mother died. I'm willing to pay $10,000 for if she had called me and said, I have an idea. Can I get $10,000 from you? I'd have said no. But when she's dead, I'm willing to invest in her burial $10,000. That's backwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Back in fact, more than, more than that, they, they, you know, they paid fifteen, twenty thousand dollars for funerals. I know, I know, yeah, I know right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. ten thousand, twenty thousand dollars. But if that person called you when they had an idea and said, "Let me hold twenty five, twenty thousand, or let me borrow, or whatever deal structure you want to do," you'd have said no. But when that person died, you want them to have the nicest horse and carriage, nicest casket, uh, uh, Maritha Franklin singing at their uh, at the funeral. You want to spend all that lustrous money on that. But when the person's alive, you don't want to say, hey, let me invest in you uh, um, so we can make something out of it. You know, well, hey, so, I, yeah. I, I want to do that. I want to I want to find folks that are talented, that are gifted, um, that are passionate about what they're doing and ways that ways that that we can you know, support them and where they're going. Um, you know, being fair, being fair. But, you know, any ways that that we can help each other to accomplish their goals, man, that's that's what it's about. Um, you know, we're, we're in the beginning of 2023. And for, for, for everybody that, that decides that they want to um, accomplish, hit some big numbers, that they that on their way, um, they, that they can do their do their share to help somebody else who also want to hit some big numbers or big dreams. Um, and if they can find ways to to help them in some some way, maybe they don't have it in their pocket, but they know somebody that can, or they can refer refer someone, or they can give them ideas, or their expertise is just as much as valuable as as money. These are ways that we can help each other to accomplish our dreams, and then our community will be better. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Jeremy said it, man. You said so many valuable things tonight, and I'm going to wrap it up on that same part, talking about community. Um, when you're able to do something, sometimes you get to that point where you can just do it for free, and you know that that's going to push someone to the next level that's when that contribution is just, that's when we reach that point of just really building and fostering that community environment. And I'm not saying free, everything has to be free and all that kind of stuff. That's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is that sometimes, you know, even as yourself that are looking for people to invest in you, because some people here in this is like, man, how come no one's invested in me? I need to find that community people invest in me. No, what we're saying is, what are you investing in? Who are you investing in right now? Who are you gathering around yourself? Uh, who are you investing? Doesn't only mean time. I mean, money it can be time. Like, are you are you putting your time into something? Like, you know, <clears throat> for anyone out there that's looking for an area to invest their time to make a contribution, uh, a big uh, contribution. There's nonprofit organization. There's volunteer opportunity. You can go to a local church. I'm quite sure they can get you busy pretty quick. You know, there, there's ways for you to contribute to your local community. So if you're that person, you heard all this and said, oh man, what about me? I can't find my tribe and my community, my village and invest in me. I got, that's why I got to find. No, what you need to do is start getting yourself in a position where you are Giving, and I'm not saying giving monetarily. I'm giving in a way to where you can help build the people that are around you. It, I would not be where I am today. Marlon would not be where he is today. Jeremy would not be where he is today if it was just on our own backs. 
Like, I, I cannot say Jeremy started off saying, hey, Rick, man, you guys got the product out. Like, listen, you know how many hands touched that to get it to where it is? Like, it wasn't something that, you know, me and Tom sat down and just drew up and then voila, it showed up. Like, so many hands had to help and contribute in so many different ways to get that one product out there. And without one of, without any of those hands or even lack of one of those hands, we wouldn't be where we are today. So trust me guys, like we want to build this community. The community is, is here. Even in the success journey show, this is community right where we are right now, man. If you're in this community and you hear this podcast and you have a service that you can offer the people that are in this, in this tribe and on this journey, and you've heard people on different journeys, man, just, just reach out. You know, we'll love to be able to curate all those, share those with people that are listening uh, and have just a spot where people can come in and say, Hey, I need help with this. Do you have someone that can help me? Right. Does that um, sound familiar, Rick? When we first started? Yeah. And when we first started, that was a whole, that was a whole game plan from day one. So um, yeah, guys, that's where we are. And, but listen, man, we, we, we can keep going on all night and we probably will be talking a little bit longer after we hang up on this. But, uh, <laughs> well, we want to thank you guys so much for tuning in today uh, on the Success Journey Show. It's always a blessing to see you, Jeremy, man, and just talk with you and rap with you. want to thank you for your time and sharing your thoughts and your wisdom with our, our travelers uh, from all around the world. And to all of our Success Journey Show listeners, we will see you guys next week at the same time, the same place on the Success Journey Show. Everyone have a good one. Peace. One love. You've been listening to The Success Journey Show, where your dreams, drive, determination, and diligence are the foundation to success. For more information, check out thesuccessjourneyshow.com. The Journey Squad is here helping you to your destination.